Welcome to Fillmore. Let's cut the shit. This is a movie games podcast, so every second not spent playing movie games is a second wasted. Our contestants will be competing for points in many games. Whoever has the most at the end will be declared our winner. Remember, we don't say Goonies on this show. If you say the word Goonies out loud at any point during this podcast, Noted. we'll have points deducted. What if we now, say it during the intro? Uh, if you don't have any points, I can't deduct points. I'm not going to go negative points, so get it out. So. Get it all out of your system. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to start pissing you off already. Today we have Brent, and we have Will. Yo. Our prize for today is a VHS cassette version of Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze, Will be Goldberg, Demi Moore. Have you guys seen the film? Do you like it? I feel like I, I have seen it. I can't, I can't really remember the plot line, but I feel like I remember the characters and the title. I have seen that yeah. movie at least 100 times. 100 times? At 100 least. times. So what's the plot then? What's the plot, yeah. really? Do, yeah, let's hear the plot that goes. No spoiler? Friends. I don't care. No, yeah, spoiler. Spoiler. It's from Demi Moore's husband is Patrick Swayze is murdered. I don't know if they're married yet. Okay. A uh, boyfriend, at least, is murdered, and he comes back to avenge his death, and he uses the medium Whoopi Goldberg as his... Yes, yes, yes. Okay. In order and to him talk and Whoopi to his... have to convince Demi that he's a ghost that's a real, and then they do this really weird pottery sex scene <laughs> that everybody ate up for about a decade. That's cut out of the TV version. <laughs> then I guess the best. No, it plays... in the TV version. It may be, uh, maybe crop in a little bit. Who plays the angry ghost on the subway? Vincent Scavelli. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now that movie, I saw that very young and it scared the shit out of me as a child because really? of the sounds that the demons make as oh, they're right. approaching they're you. The bad people. It's, it always reminds me of um, Legion of Doom from yeah. WWE in the 80s. <laughs> like their, their theme music starts with a... Uh, and that's exactly what it sounds like for the demons and ghosts. The CG on those demons were so awful, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just shadows, isn't it? Black shadows on the just, ground. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're coming and reaching out and trying to well, grab I guess they you probably weren't even CGs, were they? No, I'm they're... sure it probably was just someone painting yeah. over it. Maybe a matte right. painting. Yeah. Or maybe real right. demons. Yeah, no, it might have been real <laughs> demons. Yeah. <laughs> they can use mine anytime they want. I'll get rid of them. This game is called Number Feud. This game is called Number Feud. You'll each take turns guessing both the production budget and the worldwide gross income of popular films. Whoever is closest to the actual number without going over will receive one point each. We follow Price is Right rules. You guys have played this game before. Semi-good at it, so. The first film is from 1960. Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock film. Brent, how much do you think it costs to make Psycho? Oh, boy. Long time ago, money was very different. Yeah, let's go like 700,000. 700k will what do you say do you think that's high or do you think that's low uh, back then it definitely would have been high uh for a movie of you know of being a movie back then but uh, for the a vein of being priced right rules let's go with 500 uh thousand 500k brent gets his first point it was actually eight hundred thousand dollars i mean it's, you guys a, were it's very a hitchcock close. Yeah, I expected you to go way over, but you guys kept it close. All right, so how much do you think Psycho made in the world, Will? Ugh. In 1960. Three, 3.3 million. 3.3 million. Brent, back to you. How much do you think it made, Psycho, 1960? Let's go, uh, I'm doing even two. Two million. Yeah. Will gets his first point. It was thirty-two million dollars. Wow! Really? Wow! Yeah, yeah. made That's some money. Crazy. I mean, nineteen sixty—it's quite a bit of money. Yeah, I, right. explains why he was so heralded. Sure. That, yeah, exactly. And why it went to his head. You think it went? Do <laughs> you think Psycho Dude. went to Alfred Hitchcock's head? Money oh, well, that, that was a celebrity. Thank you. So, what there. was his peak? What was his peak then? Oh, I don't know. That's. What's your favorite Hitchcock movie? Vertigo's up there. Vertigo? Yeah, it's the one that everyone says. I was expecting something a little more creative. I mean, Midwest. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, moving on. Oh, uh, rope. Rope? Do you, you need yeah. rope to hang yourself with right now? Is that what you're asking for? I could go for it. You could go for <laughs> a good suicide? Fil- can we film it in one take? There's not two <laughs> takes on a hanging. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's not two takes on a hanging, Will says. <laughs> Looks like we got a this title film... for this one. <laughs> this film is from 2000. Like a, a movie gone wrong, like a, a movie making a hanging and it just goes all wrong. <laughs> this movie failed horribly. <laughs> this film is from 2000. Charlie's Angels. Brent, how much do you think it took to make Charlie's Angels in 2000? I'm going to go, I want to say like, what, this $35 million. $35 million, Brent says. Will, what do you say? Yeah, it's got to be less than that. Let's say $18 million. $18 million. Will went low. Budget was $93 million. A lot what? of money to make that movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew it would be high just because the names and the... I didn't know, were they all that like famous at that point? Oh, yeah, time? that was just uh, yeah, A-list was, at the it, time. It was Cameron Diaz. Lucy Liu. Right there. Well, I know who's in it. I just didn't know, like, I, I guess time frame wise, right. I was a little off there. Obviously. Well, then what? Uh, Samuel Jackson, right? As Mr. Man or whatever. Did he not have a. Wasn't he. Uh, no, I, it's I like Char- so. He Bill, wasn't Charlie. Bill Murray's who was, in it. Who was Charlie? Char- I th- believe Charlie is still the original voice from the show. Oh, something was it? very close. I thought, oh, and then Bill Murray sure plays, like, the, the in Right, the in between guy. Yeah, and uh, apparently I, him and Lucy Liu had a lot of problems on that set. Yeah, I heard I that, think, like yeah. some uh, borderline racial stuff. Racial? I, I never heard that, but I, I heard he was quite a prick. Right. Well, that moving on. <laughs> How much do you think Charlie's Angels, this disastrous production, made in the world, Will? So if it, cr- it cost, we said, 93. $93 million to make it. How much do you think it made in the oh, world? God, it had to make uh, $500 million then. Five hundred million dollars, Brent. What do you say? Well, I know it flopped pretty good, but worldly, it probably did pretty good internationally in a few spots. I would imagine. Which uh, would I, draw you to say globally. Globally is what I'm going to go. About, yes, I'm going to I'm going to throw the dollar one out there. One dollar, Brent says. Low ball. One am- American dollar. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, not a franc. <laughs> Any currency. Again. <laughs> Brent gets it. Will went over. It was $264 million Ooh, in the I was world. I say two-something. I just wanted to yeah, do that. 500 Pro- was a little uh, <laughs> ambitious. Yeah, you, want, would, you went for it, though, man. I just I wanted, the, uh, I wanted to do the Price is Right rule. Before we get out of this game, I'm going to have one more movie for you, and it's one you're not going to like. It's from 2019, also Charlie's Angels. The <laughs> wow. remake with... Kristen Stewart. I didn't think Brent, I quit how much do you soon. think the, Brent, how much do you think the budget was for Charlie's Angels 2019? We're on 2019 now, not 2000. 2000 sure. is dead. No, I'm, I'm is with here. you. I'm, I have never seen this one, by the way. Just throw out a number. So man. I really you know don't even. Works. I'm going to go Kristen Stewart. Go oh, for it. man, this is junk. Let's go 75. $75 million to make it, Brent says. Will, what do you say? So I'm going to say my. Uh, game answer and then i'll say my actual answer after i play the same my game so i'm gonna go with a dollar and uh okay. but i'd guess i would guess 81 if i didn't guess that on record there you go it's a good thing you took a dollar because it was 48 million dollars you get a point nice yeah. i thought the uh low low would be too on the nose so i thought you were doing a little tricky trick i thought yeah, a lot I of thought, tricks in this show i thought you were in the ballpark though brent i thought it would be right about the same dollar amount just not right. quite the same you Especially know they could have right. they could have neg- negotiated 75 million i think that was fair so it took 48 million dollars to make it will how much do you think it took in globally? has any of us seen office? this have you seen no, this show? if i've seen I the have... second one i completely forgot it's this would this is the remake yeah, this there's is the technically reboot. there's it's a, a remake one it's a remake See, yeah, yeah, I, yeah i've definitely not seen it <laughs> I don't even know. So we'll just throw out a number then. Let's say 96. It made three more than it cost to make the first one. $96 million. Brent, what do you say? How much do you think it made? Remember, none of us have seen it. We certainly didn't go to the theater to see it. (laughs) I'm going to go, let's say, $53 million. I like the parody and scary movie, I just want to add. What's the parody and scary movie? The Charlie Angels parody. I think it's Scary Movie 3. Or no, and maybe it is two. I hmm. bet it's two where they're in the castle. Oh. Where they all just do the gun pose? No, they do like a whole bit where they're fighting like Charlie's Angels. And yeah, they do the gun pose too, but it's a whole like bit. <laughs> they got to do the gun pose. Brent gets a point. It was $73 million. Ouch. 
right, that's the end of Number Feud. At the end, Brent has four points. Will has two. Moving on. This game is called High Low. This is High Low. In this game, you'll each be guessing whether the average rating for a film on Letterboxd is higher or lower than 3.5 stars. You'll each have a chance to guess, and you can each receive points for each film. 3.5 stars is the line for every question. This tricky game. 2012, The Hobbit. Will, do you think it's higher or lower than 3.5 stars? Let's go with higher. I love The Hobbit. Surely it's higher. Surely. No points. It was low. 3.4. Really? Oh, it's one of those tricky ones. See? No, this is what he does. One. This is Shay's thing. <laughs> Look at him smiling. He knows. <laughs> that's the game. I mean, what? that's what this podcast is, guys. What if I came in here and said, do you it's think like... Terminator 2 is over 3.5 stars? <laughs> It's anyway, like, 1991, Hook. <laughs> Brent, do you think it's higher or lower than 3.5 stars? H- higher. Hook, higher. higher. Will, what do you say? Higher. Everybody loves Robin Williams. 3.3. You guys both don't what? get points. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Will, do you want to film from 1999 or 1980? Let's do uh, 99. 1999. The film is October Sky. Have you hmm. seen it? Yeah, that's uh, the one with the where he builds the rocket and says Jake yep. Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Yeah, yeah that's actor? correct. Yeah. yeah, you're correct. I really, I really enjoyed that movie. Okay, well, do you think it was higher or lower than three point five stars on Letterbox? Well, are you, you know a member what? of Letterbox? Have you voted on this film? Would you, does never, your answer never, factor in? No, I wish it did. I'm gonna have to start, you know, scouring damn letterbox for the right, show right, specifically. Right. And you, I, that ride that line, those three point sixes, those three point fours. But uh, so I'm gonna on on the vein of like, there's no way you put three tricksters yeah. in a row. There's got this one's got to be higher. Don't let them pull you. Higher. Don't let them pull you. Creed, can you take me higher? So Brent, are you going low then? I can't. I can't. I'm riding can high on all these. Can you take me higher? Can you fly Brent's me? saying higher, too. Higher. Both get points, 3.6. Yeah, okay, all see, right. I would have been an idiot. Yeah, you would have been an idiot, and I was <laughs> waiting for that. I was sitting here, and I was like, You're gonna mock you me. in. You wanted to mock me. I did want to mock you. Mock this. All right, this film's from 1980. The film is 9 to 5. You guys seen it? Yes. I have not. Have you at least heard the song? Dolly Parton. What's, what's Brett, the song? Brett, sing I'm the song for Will, please. 9 to 5, do to do something to live in. <laughs> Lily Tomlin is in this movie, isn't she? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Will, this film you've never seen, have no idea what it is. Do you think it's higher or lower than 3.5 stars on Letterboxd? And it came in uh, out in 1980? 1980. Well, I mean, that was prime time for her, you know. I mean, it's always prime time for her. So let's say... Let's just go with higher. You know, I'm just going to go I'm just ride the higher train on it all the way out here. All right, Brent. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going to – it has to be, surely. You're saying high. Yes. Nine to five. Personally yeah. love the film. Yeah. It was high. 3.8. Both get right. points. Nice. I know the audience is on Letterboxd. I know my Letterboxd. Okay, <laughs> last film for this game. 2005, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, Adam Brody, Ooh. I believe. Here's a tricky. Brent, do you think it's higher or lower? 3.5 I'm gonna go stars. Lower. I'm going to go saying lower. Will, what do you say? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Have so you seen the, the film? Yeah, I have. It's more of like a commercial made film. You know, I, I think it's all right. Is it, so is Letterbox like more like, like film snobs or is it like general public? It's type, a little like bit rock? of both. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd say it's dead even. <sighs> Let's That's go with lower. Get, There's no way this is higher. Both get points. 3.1 stars. Ooh, that's lower than I thought it would be. Yeah, see, yeah. there's no way. Did you hear that no. TV show got re... Yeah, uh. with, they're making it with Donald Glover and Phoebe Walter-Bridge, I yeah, believe. Yeah, Those two people. Oh, no, actually, maybe she dropped out. I don't know. No, I, I think they're both back. I really like their chemistry and um, Solo. This game is called The Imposter. All right, this game is The Imposter. For this game, I'll be naming a film and three actors. Two of the named actors are actually in the state of film, but the third actor is of course not it's up to you to figure out who the imposter is of each group you'll each get separate questions will do you want to film from 1991 or 2017 let's go with 17 2017 your film is the lego batman movie okay your cast your cast is jason bateman mariah carey conan o'brien 
Is it Mariah Carey? That's incorrect. Jason Bateman was not in the Lego Batman Jason movie. Bateman. Uh, for some reason, I thought he was too. Wow. Does does she play like uh, her own person or does she play a voice? She plays Gotham City's mayor in Lego Batman. She's the voice okay. of the mayor. Shoot. Okay, Brent, do you, do you want to film from 1990 or 1994? 94. 1994. Your film is Little Women. Oh, come on. <laughs> Your cast is Christian Bale, Kirsten Dunst, Liv Tyler. Who was not in Little Women? Liv Tyler. That's correct. Brent gets a point. Liv Tyler was not in Little Women. I thought you were going to get me on that bail, didn't you? I've I seen did. Little Women. Don't. Right. No, no. Don't get As have I. Yeah. All right. You know, uh, I have gotten you on some easier questions in this game, so okay. don't toot your horn so much. <laughs> don't toot your horn. I'll toot your horn, sir. I'll toot our horns. All right, tooters. Will, 1991. <laughs> your film is The Doors. Oliver the Stone Doors. film. Have you ever seen it? Nope. No, you yeah. know it's about it's, it's a biopic about the band. Well, yeah. okay, well, I, was, I was assuming that. I should have I should have told you it's a film about guys that build doors <laughs> and install doors and the various things these door building, people do. Building right. doors. Yeah. Okay, here's your cast for the doors: okay. Titus Welliver, who you might know as Bosch; Hank Azaria, who you might know as the voice of Mo. Crispin Glover, who you might know from Back to the Future. Let's go with Glover. You're saying Crispin Glover was not in The Doors. Correct. Incorrect. Crispin Glover plays uh, Andy Warhol in The Doors. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I was just firing from the hip there. Ah, shit, I missed. All right, Brent, your film is from 1990. It's a film I know you love. Cry Baby, the John Waters film. Sure, sure. Your cast is Willem Dafoe, Matthew Lillard, Iggy Pop. Who is not in Cry Baby? Oh my goodness. I want to say Matthew Lillard, right? Matthew Lillard is your final answer? Yeah. yeah. Correct. Brent gets another point. Matthew Lillard was not in that film. Running away from me. This next one is going to be for both of you. Whoever yells out the answer first will receive the point. Are you guys ready? 2004, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. The cast is Will Ferrell, Chuck Norris, Rip Torn. It's correct. We'll get the point. Will Ferrell was not in Dodgeball, a true underdog story. He just beat me on that one, but I was trying to remember at the same time where Chuck Norris was. He is one of the judges at the end. He plays himself. Oh, that's right. I knew where I knew Farrell wasn't, but my brain was trying to do two things at once, which it is known not to be able to do. Exactly, exactly. Try to uh, pat your head and rub your stomach right now. <laughs> this game is called Soundtrack Blues. So I'll be listing three songs that are either performed or are featured within a film, and you'll have to guess which film soundtrack the three songs come from. Will, do you want to film from 2000 or 2004? Let's go with uh, 2004. 2004. Here is three songs from a film from 2004. Mr. Blue Sky, performed by Electric Light Orchestra. Oh My Darling Clementine, performed by The Cast. Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime, performed by Beck. Oh man, I know this. Mr. Blue Sky, performed by Electric Light Orchestra. Oh My Darling Clementine, performed by the cast. Incorrect. Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime, performed by Beck. One of my favorite all-time covers of a song. Any guesses? I know it, but I can't come up with it. That film is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh, Mind. Yeah. Actually, uh, I'm I'm very sad Michelle, that you guys didn't get that. That's a Michelle Gondry one, yeah. Yes, it is. I, it's I, a Michelle Gondry film. I love I love those films. I was for some reason trying to think of his. Man, uh, that's really. Reason, I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that ev- that uh, everybody's got. Feel like I'm tip on my tongue, it. but the second you said that, it's obvious. It's about to right. turn into one of those break rooms. Okay, Brent, do you want to film from 2000 or 2000? <laughs> um. Hmm. Let me think. I'm hearing 
2000? Do you want 2000? Okay, yeah, we'll 2000. 2000. <laughs> Here are three songs from a soundtrack from a film from 2000. Search and Destroy, performed by The Stooges. Fever Dog, performed by The Cast. Tiny Dancer, performed by Elton um, John and The Cast. Almost Famous, almost famous. That's, that's correct. Brent gets another point. Nice. That film was almost famous. Cameron Crowe film. Personal favorite of mine. You know, I pretty much only choose personal favorites, so I should probably stop saying that. <laughs> I have to go through your garbage. Okay, Will, do you want a film from 2000 or 2018? <laughs> Let's do 2000. <laughs> okay, these are three songs from a film from 2000. Fly without Supercat, performed by Sugar Ray, but not Supercat. Pour Some Sugar on Me, performed by Def Leppard. Can't Fight the Moonlight, performed by Leanne Rimes. Mega Mind. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, Coyote Ugly. Mega, Mega That's Mind correct. Brent, Whoa. <laughs> Brent got Coyote Ugly correct. Brent came to play today. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised that uh, you could you remember anything from that film. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Because I'm a pervert. <laughs> Pervert's such a strong word, and yes, wouldn't it's the one you, I would use. Wouldn't you think that I've probably seen that film quite a few times? I, I, yeah, I guess to... that's true. You've seen it enough for the songs to really sink in. Right. <laughs> I've done some bar dancing to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. This, here's a soundtrack from a film from 2018. In the Trunk, performed by Too Short. Hangover, performed by Psy, featuring Snoop Dogg. Pray for Me, performed by The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, uh, um, Black Panther. Black Panther is correct. Brent gets a point. Wow. Brent really cleaned up in that game. Let's get out of here. Uh, Brent has <laughs> 12 points to Will's six. Yeah, I didn't score nothing there, did I? No, I don't think so. But we're moving on. And you know what? Moving you guys on. got all you got all the movies I didn't think you were going to get, but you didn't get Eternal Sunshine as well as mine. I thought for hey. sure as soon as I said Mr. Blue Sky, someone was going to say it. But I should have got – that's the one. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way. <laughs> this game is called by any other name. For this game, I'll be detailing an entire plot to you, and you will have to guess which film I am describing. Sounds easy, right? But it's not. You guys know that. I'm going to transpose the actor's role with another character they have also played. This film is from 2004. Caster Troy and Bridget Von Hammersmark race against time in the entire country to steal an important historic artifact before Boromir can stop them. Or national treasure. Yes, damn it. That's correct. We'll get to the point. I couldn't remember. I'm going to call it Independence Day, too. I yeah, I about this. said Independence you got, Day. You too. both said Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was wrong. The Declaration yeah. of Independence. Yeah. For everyone that listens to the show, all five of you, from here on forth, whenever you were referring to the film National Treasure, I want you to call it Independence Day. Let's try to see if we can confuse <laughs> as many people as possible for as oh, long God. as possible. And if you're talking <laughs> oh, about Independence God. Day, please say National Treasure. You know, that Jeff Goldblum movie, National Treasure. Well, I mean, Independence Day is a national treasure. And Independence Day is a national treasure. To be Indeed. All right, this film is from 2005. Jeff Goldblum. 2005. Eli Cash and Wes Mantooth try to change their lives while chasing love during a weekend at Max uh, Shrek's Wedding Crashers. Estate. That's correct. Brent gets another point. Nice. It was Wedding Crashers. Uh, we only had two of those, so we're going to move into our next game, which is... This game is called Keywoods. On IMDb, they have a list of keywords for every movie, basically little identifiable things that range from very vague to very specific. So I'm going to start reading keywords for a movie that will get more specific as they go on, and you will yell out whatever movie you think it is. We're only going to do two of these, so let's make it quick. Okay, guys, this film is from 2002. Foot Chase. Forrest Gump. Ba incorrect. Based on autobiography. Forrest Teen Gump. Angst. Incorrect. 13. Christmas Eve. Incorrect. Wolf National Whistle. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Incorrect. Businessman. Call girl. Uh, Inform. Father son. Incorrect. Father son relationship. Tax evader. Loan officer. Typewriter. Uh, commercial air travel. Incorrect. Unfaithful Naked wife. lunch. Naked lunch. In incorrect. Reference to James Bond. <laughs> Nonlinear timeline. Loss of virginity. Looper. Villain as. Incorrect. Villain as protagonist. Evading arrest. Animated uh, title sequence. <sighs> FBI agent. Oh, impersonation. Uh, Will guess it. Catch Me If You Can was that movie. 
It's not Men in Black. Sorry, I couldn't even it's think of anything. That was, that was, that was tough I, for some Yeah, the last, the last couple were Impersonation, Airport, Scam Artist, Check Fraud, Forgery, Imposter. Yeah, I would have got it by yeah. then. <clears throat> well, that's the point of the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. The next film is from 2005. Anything you guys want to say about Cash Me If You Can? So the hold on. Darling Let's, film. I, I, you, I honestly, the word that got me was <laughs> title sequence. Uh, for some reason, yeah, I, I get sequence. that Saul yeah. Bass like style. It's pretty dope. Sure, yep. right? Yeah, everybody loves that. Let's make yeah. a wager <laughs> on the next one. So you only have one more of these. Yeah, I only have uh, one more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So how how many words away from the bottom? Oh, you want to do a tune? So you get like tune. a little bit extra points if we get it like in a certain a fresh threshold. So I can get some catch up here. You know what I mean? Okay, actually, uh, we'll do something different. Will, I will give you two points. I'll get you up to ten if you can get this movie. I'm just going to name all of them, and I want you to wait until the end to guess, okay? And I can't – I'm not allowed to do anything. <laughs> wait, that's not Brent, fair. You could, that's what I'm saying. It, what, what, like if I get it before him – but... I don't care about being fair on this game. I want entertainment <laughs> content, is, baby. I'm sitting like this the rest of the show. Okay, Will, you know <laughs> – you know I'm going to zoom in on that tan of yours, Brent. <laughs> All right. Will, this film is from 2005. I, 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 it's, it's fair because I don't think you're going to get this. What's that say? <laughs> if you – I'm going to draw a line here. The last three. If I don't say the last three, I don't think you're going to get it. And we'll stop there and see if you can get it. All right? This one's All from right. 2005. Predator, Homing Instinct, Icicle, Determination, Starvation, Jumping in the Water, Electronic Score, Underwater Scene, Aerial camera shot, journey, barren landscape, holding one's breath, choosing a mate, rivalry, search for food, change of temperature, visible breath, mother-son relationship, narration, moon, life cycle, loneliness, like Tarzan or do something? or die. <laughs> now, so there are so you. D- I, I'm not going to give you points for this, but I'm going to name the last three. Okay. And if you know it, let, if you know it, I'll give you so, one point. So let's let, let him go. If it's one yeah. point, if any of us okay. get it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to name the last three, and whoever says it first gets the point, all right? Hatching an Egg, Nature Jurassic Documentary. Jurassic Park. Penguins. Uh, the March of the Penguin. That's correct. Brent gets a point. Oh, wow. All right, coming out of keywords, Brent has 14 points. Will has eight points. But lucky for you, Will, we're going into a creative game where seriously points don't matter. I will I will give you a million <laughs> points if I feel like it. Getting railroaded. I'm about to get railroaded. I want everybody to witness this. I want all my conspiracy theorists to follow me on my anti-Fillmore page just right, for this you reason. You will also have the opportunity to get millions of points if I so desire. So, This game is called The Pitch. This is The Pitch. I'll be giving you each the name of a film that I've made up, and you'll have to come up with a plot that will go with that title. Who would like to go first? Will. I guess I'll go first. (laughs) Will's going to go first. Will, the name of your film is The Hootenanny. (laughs) Oh, this is a hoot already. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, The Hootenanny is the name of this film. That's all I get. Yeah, that's all you get. I want to hear a plot. I want to hear a cast. I want to hear a setting, anything. I want to hear backstory. I want to hear an ending. Whatever you got for me. Remember, you are behind here. You need a pitch worth seven points to just be able to meet up with Brent. And that's not counting what he's going to say. So so it's actually a dark uh, comedy. <laughs> or no, 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 no. It's, it's, a, it's like a dark revenge uh, plot. Right. Okay. So it's like two, uh, two people that went to school, like, uh, and one was a bully on him, and he called him like the Hootenanny or something. Uh, and uh, he's just a really big party animal, or I don't know, no, no, no. It's just like Hootenanny, Hootenanny, like something like that. He's just like <laughs> he's nanny, boo, boo, it like that, like okay, so like Well, if I could, could you? Can I yeah. have you? What do you? What would the definition of hootenanny be? Well, actually, in this t- sense, it's it's a bully term. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's going to be right. framed as a bully term. So it's what, revenge did he, what, did, what did he do to earn the name hootenanny? He shit his pants. Actually, he was shooting a layup, <laughs> and he made a sound like hootenanny. <laughs> no, no. no. And some guy said, just came out of left field and was just like hootenanny. And the teacher was like, "You dirty little hootenanny!" <laughs> and the whole school was like hootenanny, hootenanny. And then so his one best friend, you know, started calling him that, and uh, it's a revenge story about how he comes back. 
So now they're adults. So you see this whole cut okay. scene. You see okay. this whole shit. So that's scene. the beginning of the film. And then what? Correct. We're going to the title sequence. So I'm pretty sure uh, the guy like owns a store. He's a bully. He's just like okay, never just left so we the have, Just so we can have our viewers try to visualize this in their minds. Let's talk about the cast first. Who plays the grown-up version of the, the ho- Nanny? Uh, this has got to be uh Javier Bardem like someone with like a lisp he's like already Javier kind Bardem? of like an uh, like a outcast but he comes back as like a psycho killer okay and who's he trying to come back and kill like uh, people that were classmates of his at that point it was his buddy but uh, um the adult version is Michael Keaton Michael Keaton so he's like equally kind of scary and just kind of a bully but he never really am- amounted to much you know so this is like that- 50 years later yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he this is he's lived with this his entire life. Yeah, and, and he's, he's just, just like this he's just like actually a psycho killer named Hootenanny. Has he been spending the whole fifty years trying to enact revenge, just hasn't been able to do it yet? Or I think he's like, been killing and then he comes back to make this like oh, okay. this, you know, and he's Oh, he's, so like all that all the other kids are dead. This is the last kid that made fun of him is Michael Keaton. Well, I think, you know, there might have been a couple dead squirrels on the path. There might have been a couple, you know, it might have been an old lady or a, maybe a homeless yeah. person. He killed a couple people just like a normal You got to kill the dog, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he's back to kill and uh, it's just an all-out war. It's, it's yeah. So, yeah, he actually kills his dog. That's the first thing he does when he comes back to town. <laughs> <laughs> so he does he immediately kills the dog so that's no he right, goes into we, the store and he's like makes him flips a coin it's like the whole scene from uh okay uh, from no country for old men yeah yeah there you go that's it that's pretty much it except replace it with michael keaton okay so uh in the end i assume uh, just by normal theatrical standards michael keaton wins he kills javier bardem and kills the bully absolutely not absolutely no no so javier bardem gets his wish he yeah he yeah, gets yeah. his revenge that's yeah, an it's, anti-hero it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a sad story. How does he kill him? You know, he like holds him down. He like pins him down, and he he, uh, <laughs> he and? shits on him. He, sh- <laughs> he shits on him. No, no, no. That's like too, that's like too an full Oz? circle. It has it has to be something like he's chasing him. He's chasing him and doesn't actually get to kill him. So there's no payoff. So you don't like actually feel bad for it. Like he like runs also, and like impales himself running away from it. You know, so it kind of leaves you in question, like, did he deserve it or not? And he didn't actually okay, kill him. I see. There's a little but, bit of a moral conundrum there at the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then but then you go back – then you find out about his killing spree and how he was a killer. And so you're just like torn because you don't like either of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the good guy can't the always hoot, win. <laughs> the Hootenanny by Will, starring Javier Bardem, Michael Keaton. It's a good one. The name of your pitch, Brent, is The First Half of Your Second Life. Uh, the first half of your of your second, second life of your second life. So I feel like there's some inherent sci-fi there. If you want to play into that, but it's your pitch. You can do whatever you want. Okay, this we will. We'll go sci-fi here. I got you. I got you, bro. <laughs> so the first half of your second life is about a uh, about a scientist. And well, let's go. I'm. A, I like. I'm. A, I want William Defoe for this. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Oh, William Ooh. Defoe. Yeah. And uh, this. he's okay, trying what is William to, Defoe going to do? He's trying to uh, figure out a way to transport himself into a uh, different timeline or dimensional life or something along those lines, a past life or what have you. But during the transport process, only the bottom half of him shows up. <laughs> so now, just his legs just how far his... up does it go <laughs> so, this, so this is like upward like the dad only yeah, has like right yeah legs. like yeah disney yeah there's a disney film that has this exact same plot right oh does it i'm not yeah, familiar upward. with that one it's it's upward. the it follows a kid and it's his dad he like tries to bring him back from from death oh, and he I only comes that. back in parts and it's just the legs it's oh. just the legs yeah. well now i just feel like so do you want to do you want to switch it up or there you go? Pixar and beats. I was ready to go there. No, we need the live action. This is live action legs, like, though, right? Okay, so this is this a is live, actual legs. Live action remake of Upward. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. No, right. just 
Go with your initial pitch. That's fine. But let's not I was, try to bring well, up your I do not want to bring down the ire of Disney's lawyers here, okay? <laughs> I was kind of just going with it. I don't think I was – now, you know, you've stifled my train of thought. My bad. I love Upward. I'm just looking at some Oh, no, you're dolls. fine. It's good. <laughs> I like it, yeah. This Tom Holland, uh, This is all Shay's plan, I'm aware. I was not expecting you to rip off Upward <laughs> immediately when you heard that title. How could I? How would I have thought that? <laughs> All right, so first half, half of your second life, but somehow William Defoe still has control of his legs. So we're going to so, it's going to be like a back and forth. Do, do we <laughs> so we still see the upper half of in William the other Defoe. dimension right. or whatever. Right. Is it a dimension? Is the multiverse? Now he's what now is he's it? now he's on like a. Uh, well, this is just the beginning, so we haven't figured that part out yet. We he we're not sure where he has sent his legs yet, but we cut you know the <laughs> so whole. Con- we we stay with the top half. And the legs just go well, no. somewhere at some we, point. We cut to the legs. The legs show up somewhere. Then we cut we back. We don't know where. Okay, not okay, yet. Okay, not at this point. And then we cut back, and William Defoe is just on like a uh, stool with rollers. Oh, and so it immediately jumps to he's already. And he's like, oh no, himself around. Well, yeah, and he's like, so there's no reaction shot. He's already getting and going. I mean, I'm jumping around here. Okay, okay. Surely right. we'll have to storyboard something. You were trying to, you were trying to like set it up like it was like concurrent with each other, but oh right. yeah, no, I'm I'm all over the. Place. I want to hear from scene to scene, Brent. Let's talk about <laughs> time your second life. Yeah, I don't know if we got that much time. Okay, so Willem Dafoe's legs are in another dimension, but that's the he only person has... in this movie. He's the only person. He's the in this movie. only person in this movie. He never Kyle sees Wally. help. <laughs> Is there just, people? Uh, he's just are there to, other people in the world? It's like a it's forty minute. It's like a forty minute short. He's trying to get his legs to cooperate. I'm just, sorry, I can't accept a short film. It has to be a feature length film. I have never heard that rule applied at the beginning of the. This is the rules of this game. Okay. Do you, uh, move forward, move so forward. So imagine scenes this. where his legs are just like trying to run up a tree, and Defoe's like, "No, no!" <laughs> and then he, and at the end, it's just a dream sequence. No, oh, he wakes up. His legs are there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he, we find out it's all just because he's had his heart broken. <laughs> from someone we from someone we don't see so your whole film is him <laughs> we'll put the your dots whole... together we'll put the dots together brent's version of first half of your second life is willem <laughs> dafoe he does it deliberately right he intentionally tries no, he's to, trying to he's... send him a whole cell oh and then he just gets the leg sent right okay. yeah Treasure. first half of your second life is about willem dafoe sending half his body to another dimension and then he wakes up everything's right. good okay <laughs> but there's the whole you know the whole bit where he's trying to control the legs and he can't okay and i think I okay a... i want to here i want to add for metaphoric symbolic purposes the lady put there's a lady pushing him around in the uh <laughs> on the roller oh seat. so there is a person but you, there but is you only person. but you don't you don't see her you only see her from the legs up oh so it's like peanuts you you don't see yeah the or muppet babies or yeah okay so wait wait so you only see Willem's top half. You never see another person's top half. No, that's the lady's that's very stylistic. Half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of women's bottom halves. All right, <laughs> just one, just one, just one woman. Do we hear? Do half. we hear? Do we hear her talk? No. <laughs> Who plays the legs? <laughs> okay, maybe the voice is like. Wake up. No, 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 I don't know. No, there's no voice. Who plays the legs? <laughs> Who plays the legs? The, voice. the woman's legs. Oh, man. Uh, let's go with... Uh, uh, what's that? Dardino or whatever from uh, Baywatch and uh, from... Alexandra Daddario? Yeah, yeah, her. Okay. okay. Just because I have a bit of a crush on her. We've got Will's the Hootenanny. We've got Brent's first half of your second life. I'm going to give you each three points. Those are both very good pitches. I agree. So coming out of the pitch, Brent has 17 points. Will has 11. (sighs) This game is called Dreamcast. All right, we're coming down to the end here. This is Dreamcast. I'm going to name an intellectual property or historical event. Our contestants will each cast the five roles listed with any actor, living or dead. Each role where I choose your actor over the others will give you one point. Our film for today that we'll be recasting is Ghost. 
today's VHS cassette copy. Right. Do I get to explain the plot again? No, you do not have to explain the plot again. We'll be casting Sam Wheat. get to. And I denied you. We'll be casting <laughs> Sam Wheat, played by Patrick Swayze. Molly Jensen, played by Demi Moore. Oda Mae Brown, played by Whoopi Goldberg. Carl Bruner, played by Tony Goldwyn. That's the abusive new boyfriend after right. he dies. Yeah. And the subway ghost, as I've already said, played by Vincent Scavelli. Will, who are you casting in Patrick Swayze's role in Ghost? Ryan Gosling. Ryan oh, Gosling. That's a, probably a good one. Yeah, coming out of the gate. Brent, what do you say? You gonna go silly or you gonna go serious? I mean, both I kinda, may get you points. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Young Steve Martin or current day Steve Martin? Current current Steve Martin. Current day Steve Martin. Okay, it's not bad. I seem to play in a dramatic role like that. All right, Brent. Molly Jensen, played by Demi Moore in the original. Who are you casting in your remake? Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi Moore? I can't even think of any girls' names. <laughs> Name a man, then. <laughs> <laughs> we do an Name a dog, cast? for all I care. Yeah, do an all-male cast. Um, all right. I like it's a this. Shakespeare play. <laughs> Let's go uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. All right, Molly Jensen, played by Demi Moore. Will, who are you casting? To Ryan Gosling's Can main I switch character. those two roles? You went Chris Hemsworth for Patrick Swayze's role and Steve Martin's for... Demi Moore's. All right, I'll switch them. <laughs> I'm going to get really confused and say... That makes more, that that makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> right, much more sense. All right, Will, Demi Moore's role. Who are you casting in your remake? Uh, let's do Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Will, Otome Brown, originally played by Whoopi Goldberg, the medium. The one that allows Ryan Gosling and Scarlett Johansson to be able to talk to each other or communicate with each other. Who are you casting? And Oprah Brent, Winfrey. What do you say? Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I, I want Paul Giving Wall. in what? Paul, who? What? The rapper. The guy that just Paul was, Wall. <laughs> what? Somewhere on somewhere on the screen right now is a picture of Paul Wall that I probably searched a long time to find. Somewhere, right? Carl Bruner, played by Tony Goldwyn, he's the shitty boyfriend that Demi Moore's character gets with after Patrick Swayze dies. Brett, who are you casting? Uh, Who's the douchebag? Cast a woman here. Why don't you? Cast all these men. Give the woman I a shot. I was doing an all male role. All right, fine. Do all male cast. What's the guy's name that plays uh, on uh, New Girl? Jake that plays Johnson. The long, no, the the one that dates Cece. Oh, um, shit. Um, that guy. Fuck, Schmitty, right? Yeah, Schmitty. What's the actor? The, I don't oh. know. He's in promising. He's in promising young woman. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, something Greenfield. His last yeah. name. That guy. I'm just gonna put Schmitty. Yeah, you got it. There you go. Actually, put that on the whenever you do the text too. <laughs> Schmitty. <laughs> All right, Will. Who are you? Who are you casting as the douchebag new boyfriend? Brad, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That's a damn fine pick. I would love to see him play that role. I think my cast is is beating Brent's, but I'm biased. I feel if Ghost was made now, Bradley Cooper would be playing the Patrick Swayze role. I think he's like almost he's built for that role. Chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, last one we'll be casting is the subway ghost. He's played by Vincent Scavelli in the original. Will, what are you saying? He's just a big creepy guy in the subway that kind of shows Patrick Swayze how to be a ghost. He's a ghost mentor in the subway. Who are you casting? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. How do you say his last name? Is it Buscemi or Buscemi? I say Buscemi. 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 I'd have to. Are you telling me it's Buscemi? I'd have to look that up. Brent, who are you casting as a subway ghost? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Will's cast is Ryan Gosling as Sam Wheat, Scarlett Johansson as Molly Jensen, Oprah Winfrey as Oda Mae Brown, Bradley Cooper as Carl Bruner, and Steve Buscemi as a subway ghost. 
Brent has Chris Hemsworth as Sam Wheat, Steve Martin as Molly Jensen, Paul Wall as Otome Brown, Schmitty from the show New Girl for Carl Bruner, and Jake Gyllenhaal as the Subway Ghost. Okay, here's our winning cast. Playing Sam Wheat, originally played Patrick Swayze in our remake, is Ryan Gosling, point to Will. Playing Molly Jensen in our remake, originally played by Demi Moore, will be Scarlett Johansson, also a point to Will. Otome Brown, originally played by Whoopi Goldberg, will be played by Paul Wall in our nice. remake. Point to Brown. Nice. <laughs> I think you want me. Carl Bruner, played by Tony Goldwyn, the original will be played by Bradley Cooper in this one, because I love to see him play an asshole. And the last one, Subway Ghost, played by Vincent Scavelli in the original, will be played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Point to Brent. Dun, dun, dun. At the end of Dreamcast, Brent has 19 points. Will has 14 points. Still five points away. This game is called Movie Draft. So we'll make this last game for five points. This is Movie Draft. Using a special secret mathematical formula, I have assigned each movie a score. Our contestants will choose one movie from each group of five for five rounds. At the end, we will add all five movies up, and whoever has the highest final score will receive five points. The formula takes into account financial, critical, technical, and audience success. Our first group of films are tournament movies. The movies available to choose from are Beer Fest, Mortal Kombat, Caddyshack, Dodgeball, and The Wizard. Will, which movie are you choosing? I like all those movies. Let's go with uh, uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Caddyshack. And Brent, you're choosing Caddyshack? Okay, our next group of films are tech noir films. The movies you have available to you choose from are Dark City, Gattaca, Equilibrium, The 13th Floor, and AI Artificial Intelligence. Brent, which one are you going to choose from tech noir? AI. AI. Good choice. I'll take uh, Equilibrium. Equilibrium, Will says. Okay, our next group of films are Man vs. Nature films. The movies available to choose from are The Perfect Storm, Dante's Peak, 127 Hours, Castaway, and The Day After Tomorrow. Will, which film are you choosing? Castaway. Castaway, Will says. Brent, what do you say? 127 Hours. Brent says 127 Hours. Our fourth group of films are Man vs. Nurture. You've had Man vs. Nature, now we're going to do Man vs. Nurture. The films you can choose from are 10 Cloverfield Lane, Misery, Failure to Launch, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and Phantom Thread. Um, Brent, you're choosing first. Which one do you choose? Cuckoo's Nest. Cuckoo's Nest, Brent says. I got distracted when he said that. What was the last one he said? The last one I said was Phantom Thread, filmed by Paul Thomas Anderson, featuring Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that one. That one? And our last group of films are Villain.exe. These are films where a villain is played by an artificial intelligence or a computer. The films you can choose from are Virtuosity, War Games, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Eagle Eye, and I, Robot. Will, you're choosing first here. Which one do you choose? Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Of course. Like, Will says 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> and Brent, what are you saying? I'm War Games. Virtuosity just because it's one of my favorite movies. As it is mine. I have the final score for Movie Draft. At the end of five rounds, we have a score of 20 to 17. Will to Brent. You guys know what that means. It's a tied so game. This game is called Letterboxing. I kind of didn't want to do this with you two playing, but this is Letterboxing. There are many rules to this one, so pay attention, please, both of you. Do not yell out the answer at any point unless I am pointing at you through the internet and telling you to name that movie. So I don't want to hear a single movie guess from here on forth, okay? If I have a film chosen, it will give you the year, the overall star rating on Letterboxd, the film's tagline, one clue, and a few keywords of the film's plot. I will then name how many cast members I recognize in the cast list, and you will each take turns betting on how many names you think you can guess the title with. So if I say there are 10 names I recognize in this movie, then you can start the betting at 10 names. If the next person tells you to name the movie, you will hear all 10 names from the bottom up. That is the lowest billing to the highest billing. If you say eight names, you'll hear eight names, all but the top two billed actors. 
You can also say zero names if you already know the title after I give the clues. If you're adventurous, you can go into negative names. You'll have to name the film and the highest billed actors in order of, bill in order of billing according to Letterboxd. Now, I know you guys are going to screw this up already, so let's just choose the fucking movie. <laughs> I would like to point out that I'm the reason for the rules explanation. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I had to rewrite I mean, that several rules, times. So. Okay. This film is from 1986. It has 4.1 stars on Letterboxd. The tagline is, for some, it's the last real taste of innocence and the first real taste of life. The clue, it's based on a book. The author said it was his best adaptation. Keywords, pie-eating competition, Coming of Age. Eight names that I recognize in this 1986 movie. Will, how many names do you think you'll need to get then? I'll need all of those. <laughs> you'll need all eight. Brent, what do you say? You gotta go I got seven. A I got a clue. Brent's saying zero. I right, do not say anything else, right, Brent. So now, so, uh, Will, you have the opportunity to go. You can either tell him to name that movie or you can go negative one, but you'd have to know what the movie is in order to guess. Okay, I actually do think I know what the movie is. So when my negative okay, one so, would be what? Okay, so let's hold off, hold off for say, just a second because now I, Brent cannot. Brent can also go negative two if he wants. So you are sorry, saying negative one. Out. I'm trying to see what that entails, real quick. Okay, so you would have to say the name of the movie correctly, and you'd also have to say the name of the top billed actor for oh, this film boy. on Letterboxd. So you'd have to say the top billed actor from the movie. Yes, you'd have to Shit, say the name I of the film. I don't know his name. Well, think about it. You can either say name that movie, or you can say negative one. Well, but I if just you say, know I can't do negative one, so I have to say name that movie, correct? Yeah, I guess that's it. So you are saying name that movie. I just don't know his name, so yeah, let's let's hear it, Brent. You going to point at me? You got to point at me, Shay. Brent, what is the name of that movie? Stand By Me. That's correct. Brent wins the game. Bravo. <laughs> well done. Good job. Good job. I show <laughs> it's my freeze frame. Yeah, I, I, we don't do freeze frames in this show. I'm not Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Brent has okay. won the game. We have a new champion. All hail Brent. What would you like to say, champion? How many have you won at this point? Can you can you even say? Not off the top of my head, no, sir. You've won a lot. I have. I've won a lot, but still won very little. <laughs> well, you never really want to win a whole lot on that show, but today you did win Ghost in on Life VHS. or in Love. I do love having that VHS, though. I'll tell you that much. It better be signed. I didn't see a signature gonna, on there. I'm going to sign it right now. 2022 Film War Champion. Love Shay. Not Will. Aww. <laughs> That's it for Fillmore. We have a new champion, All Hail Brent. They are taking home a VHS copy of Ghost. Follow us on Twitter and Snapchat at the Fillmore, on Instagram at the Fillmore Pod, and on our subreddit at slash Fillmore. If you have a new game idea, we'd love to hear it. Send it our way. You can also check out our episodes on YouTube, which hopefully you're watching this right now. Uh, before we get going, any last words? I'm going to win one of those cassettes one of these times. One of these days, Will. I am a golden god. <laughs> So, what are you guys going to get up to after the show? Uh, well, well the kids, kids, it's, it's, it's uh, time to go to bed. So. I, know, I know what you're well, trying to do. Thank you. It is like a thousand degrees in here. I'm done. Right, fellas, gonna watch, everybody's going to watch Brett walk out again. All right, Godspeed. Bye. A thousand yard stare production.